good morning, good morning world. So today's going to be a fun episode of the Mental Fabric Podcast. Today is all about romantic relationships. Oh, this is going to be a good one. A lot of people are going to love what I'm going to say. A lot of people are going to hate what I'm going to say. But you know what? The information that I'm giving out is not just my personal opinion, but these are the opinions of other people. These are stuff that I research. So you get a combination of research, opinion, and just make it fun, right, for everyone. So relationships. Right now, relationships seems like it's a very big problem. If you look around the world, let's just say your social media. How many people on your social media do you see are single or have been single for more than two years? More than five years? I mean, in some cases, more than 10 years. And during that time, you know, when you talk to these people, they say, well, I'm working on myself or these guys are not good enough or these women are not good enough. And the reality is this. We we as humans are a relationship type of being, meaning we're not lone survivors. We are meant to meet and socialize with other people. That's how that's our biology. Right. Those are the facts. We're not a type of creature that just sits alone in a cave and doesn't need anyone to interact with. Right. That's not us. So one of the reasons why I find that people are not in relationships is because of outside validation. Now, this is for men and women. How many times do you see a guy post a gym, you know, photo with no shirt on? Right. And he gets 100 likes. And again, let's say it's a female. She posts a gym photo. She gets 100 likes. Both of these people feel good because they get dopamine from the likes. But they also has a dark side to it. Because a lot of times people believe that those people that like your photo are actually people that like you. And in most cases, those people are liking your photo. They don't really like who you are, they just lust over your body. And a study has shown those people that need outside validation never ever are satisfied with one person for two reasons. Number one, they need something more than just one person's love. Like they, they crave for it. And so when that person that they're seeing, male or female, um, or however you identify, when those people like start dating someone they tend to get bored quick the relationship never lasts longer than two years and why is that right like why do you why would you give up a good you know partner for the idea that you could do better because you have more likes and that is a big growing problem in our society today is social media i believe has been the worst thing for humankind it gives false narratives. 90% of people that you see on Facebook or Instagram don't live the lifestyle that they're portraying. 90%. That's not my opinion. Those are facts. How many times do you see someone sitting next to Lamborghini? Right? You see it all the time. Oh, that person's cool. I want that lifestyle. You don't know that if that's that person's real Lamborghini, number one, they might just take a picture by a Lamborghini. Or number two, they just rented a Lamborghini for a hundred bucks for the day. It's literally that simple. Another thing 
that ties into the outside validation is my favorite thing called red flags. Everyone loves to use red flags. Oh, this person is a red flag. This person's red flag. This is a red flag, right? And when I look at quote unquote red flags, I don't see them as alarming things anymore. My viewpoint on quote unquote red flag is just that's who the person is sometimes. If you don't like something about another person, you may say that's a red flag. This person is, I don't know, let's just say controlling, right? This person is controlling. You may think that, but another partner may see that and say, you know what? I like that trait. I like my male. Let's just, you know, just keep it simple. I like my man to be more dominant, more alpha. Some women love men like that. But if you're a lady that doesn't like men with that alpha dominant trait, then that's going to be seen as intimidating. That's going to be seen as a threat. Like, oh, this person is controlling. This person wants me to be this, that, quote, unquote. I think that's a red flag. I think that we need to stop with the quote, unquote, red flags. I think that what we need to do is start off with the number one thing I tell about everybody, male, female, you know, whatever, however you identify yourself as the biggest problem I find in relationships. And this is a secret pill is accountability. No one looks in the mirror anymore and say, you know what? I may be the problem. You see guys, females, you see, you know, these people out here that are always bouncing from relationship to relationship and they date the same type of people and they date the same type of people because they're comfortable in that space. They say they hate people that act like this, but they always date the same type of person. Well, is it these people's fault that the relationship is not working or is it your fault? Why are you attracting the same type of person? Why are you not looking yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I may be the problem. If five of your ex-partners say you have these traits and you just ignore them and you just say, nope, all my ex-boyfriends were narcissists. I literally went on a date with someone and she said every person she ever dated was a narcissist. And immediately I took a step back. I'm like, this ain't going to work out. There's no way I'm, I'm going to be happy with this person because anything that I do, she's going to label me as a narcissist and she's going to go on her merry way, leave me for the next person and call that person a narcissist. Why is that? Because that person has no accountability. Now, let me give you my personal opinion. What I'm looking for is what I call old school love. Old school love is, do you remember those couples that have been together for 40 years? That they got through everything together, financial crisis, health crisis, family crisis, whatever the crisis is, the, the husband and wife, just speaking in general, the husband and wife in old school love, they say, no matter what happens, I always got your back. Man, I feel like I will pay anything, give anything to have that. Because too many times nowadays, people give up for the smallest things. They give up on the relationship because they feel like, well, I could just replace this person with just one picture. And then again, it comes back to the social media, right? And then the whole cycle starts again. I'm gonna leave this guy that I've been with for five years. Why are you leaving him? Well, he's amazing. He's financially stable, girl. He could cook. He's a great dad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? Sometimes I just don't like the way he dressed. Like, I I don't know what it is, but the way he dressed sometimes, I just don't like that, right? They leave that person who's for someone who's dressed better. What she failed to realize is the next guy that dressed better may work at a 7-Eleven. 
And every time he gets a full paycheck, he spends his whole paycheck on his outfit. He doesn't have anything saved up. There's no stability there. He lives paycheck by paycheck. Now, when she looks back at her ex, he's found a different partner and he's happy. And she's looking now like, damn, I messed that up. But she messed that up because there was one bad thing about her great spouse that she decided to leave because this person probably looked better on social media or whatever the case is. Now, I'm not saying this is where everybody, right? Sometimes toxic relationships, you got to get out of toxic relationship, right? But a toxic relationship, in those situations, you still have to have some type of accountability, right? If your, if your spouse cheats, right, they're a cheater, that's automatic, like, I, that's the biggest thing you could do to hurt somebody, right, to, is to cheat on them, right? But you could also think, like, okay, this person cheated, why did this person cheat? Okay, maybe I'll act this way in my next relationship. Even though you didn't force that person to cheat, right? That person just is a terrible person in most cases, right? You can still learn from that experience and become a better person for yourself and for your next potential partner. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I hear, you know, from my personal, from my personal perspective, I can't stand when women say they have such high standards and then act in a way that that's not the case. Like that just grinds my gears. Like, you know, you want a high value man. Great. What do you bring to the table? And are you acting the way that you want your high value man to act in a way? Right. So a lot of people say, I want a high value man who's tall, who's this, 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 right? This is so funny on social media, right? And then they talk about the last, you know, 20 places I would never go on the first date, right? Immediately, anyone that has that type of mind frame or, or mindset, I will immediately not even think about considering them as a partner because you're already telling me that the you're already telling me enough about you from that one statement that I don't want to entertain that because you're basically saying if I don't give you this, then we're done. I don't even want to look at you. Cool. Right. I'll take someone else to McDonald's. But then after that, we'll get on a plane and we'll go to Miami, and have the best time of our life while you go and go get your steak and then go back home and then sit in your room and complain. So relationships, I don't know. You guys tell me this. How do you feel about this episode so far? Do you think I'm right? Do you think, Pedro, you're wrong? Now, let me say this. I think that everything that I said has variables to it, right? Have different perspectives, right? The perspectives of a male, female, whatever you identify as. But as far as the partnership, right? The more feminine and dominant role. Relationships that have a feminine and dominant person, um, more feminine and more masculine, I'm sorry, not dominant, more feminine and more masculine um, traits typically last longer than those that have two people that are more masculine or two people that are, are more feminine, right? So I just think that when they say opposites attract, I really believe in that because from my perspective, from seeing around my family and friends, those relationships that have the opposite, you know, the opposite sphere, like, okay, this person's more quiet, this person's more going, they seem so happy because they bring out the best of each other. So tell me your perspective on relationships. What do you think? Why do you think right now we have the highest basic, I don't even know how to call it or label it, but this is the most in the United States or probably even across the world where this has been the most time there are the most single people, right? If you look around the world, even 20 years ago, 
people were in relationships and every time you open your, your phone or hear about something in the news, it's about relationships. And now it's all about self-care, AKA a lot of people use that to, you know, just basically have sex wherever they want. But now it's all about self-care, all is about, you know, you know, being single. And we're glorifying being single, glorifying we don't need a partner. I don't know. I don't think I don't think that's the right path for anyone to be happy. I feel like you're at your happiest when you have someone that you really care about cheer you on and make you better as a person. And then when you can help them be better as a person, I feel like that's the best feeling and there's nothing there's nothing that compares to that. So Thank you for listening to this episode. I can't wait to hear you guys' opinion. Let me know. This is Pedro from the Mental Fabric Podcast. Let's get it.